welcome to episode 29 of the Fantasy Hockey Bros Podcast. We're back, we're bored, but we got the boys in again. Let's go to the intros. Let's start with Eth. Eth, how you doing today? I'm good. Same old for me, and I'm not feeling the effects of the quarantining too much because I'm, I'm still working pretty normally, actually working more. So Yeah, you're just I, living your daily life, which is frustrating. Kind of, kind of. Yeah, okay. Let's go to uh, let's go to Brian next. Brian, how you doing, buddy? Uh well since the last podcast I've basically just haven't moved. So we're uh <laughs> we're doing as good as you can expect at this point. You must be horny as hell right now, no? Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I just feel like if you're single, like the rest of us, you know, we have wives or whatever, but you're single and you this is probably like your the longest period of time you haven't had oh, any action. I wouldn't say that. I've gone a lot longer, but I, I think I, I. Oh, he's had some downstreets. I think uh, I think just the fact that you're basically told you can't do it, just like any and anything in life, when you're told you can't do something, it makes you want to do it more. more. So that's uh, that's that logic's being applied right now as well. Can. Can we do a quick over-under on how many times he's beat his knee? <laughs> I, mean, I don't think our, our listeners that, are interested in that one. I'm at 15 and a half. Per day? No, no, no. Total. What am I, Shenzi? <laughs> he's over. He's over. He's over 15 and a half in the last week? Probably. Probably. Anyways, let's, let's go to the... <laughs> let's go to the fourth guy, the one chuckling the most this morning. We got Joe. Joe, how you doing? What's bud? up, boys? I'm good. Just uh, same old, same old. And actually, I'm surprised. Ant, you're still working? I'm still working. Yeah, the construction oh, industry is wow. still up and running. So my uh, my world's still pretty much like I can't do a lot of the things I usually do, like go to the movies and out for dinner and see the family, stuff like that. Yeah. So that sucks. But I mean, other than that, I'm I'm getting up, going to work, and I'm actually putting in longer hours because I don't have much else to do. Oh wow! So yeah, yeah, no, I haven't been, I haven't left my house. I think I've left my house once to go to my neighbor's uh, next door. My brother-in-law and sister-in-law live next door, so uh, we went there once for dinner. But that's the only time I've been out of, outside of my house. You know what do you do for groceries? Uh, we've we've had enough for the last little bit, so. Just pasta, but, but twi- pasta bet- between the two pasta. and porchetta. Between the two houses, we've had enough. <laughs> Joe, Joe's good. Joe's essentials is is carbs and like starch, <laughs> and that's it. He just live off that. He's good. Yeah, and you know Joe, what? Actually, everyone, what? No, go ahead. I was gonna say actually, okay. I've been busy with work. I, I was, was gonna say yeah. Everyone wants to know <laughs> if you're still employed. That yeah, was the biggest, that was the biggest question coming into this podcast that the, the fans really want an answer. Does Joe still have a job? I still have a job, and actually, one change from last week, I didn't have to go in on Wednesday. They uh, hooked us up remotely, so wow. we uh, from our own personal laptops, we just plug into computers in uh, at work, and we access like our our normal programs on a daily basis. And we do all our work from there, and then uh, we contact our editors through email, phone, and they're hooked up remotely as well, and they do all our editing from home right now. So you're still getting full wage, Joe? Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. pretty that's good. Uh, actually, it's been a little bit, like, not busy. I, w- I, would, like, I would say busier, but, like, a different kind of busy. I, there's more steps to do our job, like what takes, what normally, what normally takes half an hour to cut something, let's say, it it takes three hours. It's just almost double for us. But what are you cutting? Triple. What are you working yeah. on? 
like for example, the last couple of days I've been working on, we're doing each of the seven Canadian teams, like a breakdown on on their teams, what has gone well so far, what do they need to improve on, if what happens if the season resumes, what happens if they just go straight to playoffs, or if they cancel the season altogether, what 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 does next year look like? Just outlooks, like their status yeah. reports for all the seven Canadian teams, and I just did two of them. So uh, those were kind of like little bigger projects, but uh, on a daily basis, we would do like, I think they're having like divisional conference calls, like the four team, a player from each of the four, uh, the eight teams or four teams, five teams, whatever, each division they're talking and, uh, and using that? we're using that sound like different files. Cool, like, actually. yeah, like, Cro- like Ovi and Crosby were talking the last couple, uh, I think on Thursday or whatever day it was and the McDavid talked for uh, I think on Friday so one of us we're kind of in charge of the hockey department and then like so our producers talk in the morning and then they uh, go through what what's on uh, the agenda and uh, they assign different uh, items for us to cut when are they airing this stuff though I haven't like I haven't seen any. It's, it's no, Twitter, it's, no, it's all on it's all on the website. So we're oh, basically it's all cut, online. Yeah, it's all online. Oh. Yeah, nothing's on. Well, like all our live TV productions have been. On hiatus, so we just cut all the, everything for uh, for online purposes. Yeah, they, the, the broadcast networks can't interrupt showing the same game that they've shown the last thirty-seven <laughs> days in a row with new content. So they got to put. It I online. love it. Uh, <laughs> rewinds of rewinds. No sense. Yeah, I I, that, I think I've seen I've seen that Caps Pit game of that uh, that series where they both get the hat tricks. In, I think it was 2009, I think it was. I, I think I've seen that game on t- literally every night on TV. Like, <laughs> do, You guys, have when they made this deal to get the NHL playoffs, where they pretty much solidified having like all the coverage, you're telling me in the last 15 years, you couldn't think of one more game to show than Canucks-Oilers, or no, Oilers uh, Sharks, Sharks, that game, yeah, well, that yeah, game yeah. six or whatever, and Pitt washington like give me something i I don't even need it to be like an an amazing game seven like give me like a great game three of a series give me four years ago ov i want to see the ov sliding on the ice behind the head goal like show me that game show me that game it's funny because when you guys when we talk about it in the group message we always message each other we're like what happens in this game if we have to even ask that question it shouldn't be a rewind (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh yeah, what happened in this game? Why is it? Why would they be showing it? Like, I love the, I love, I love the, uh, the Matt scoring five hundred game. But yeah. like, as much as I love it, that's also been on every other day too. Like, I get yeah. it. We're Leaf fans. Watch it. But I mean, throw another game on there. Give me something. But the what? sad part is, is that we're watching it. I'm watching the same <laughs> game replayed the day after. That's yeah, the that's sad true. Thing. The other day, I was watching Canucks. And Oilers game six in the playoffs. Yeah, and it was an OT. And Amanda sees me watching it, and she's like, "Why the hell are you watching this?" I'm like, "I don't know. I just need to watch something." I'm like, "Look, DeHarnay is about to score an OT." She goes, "It's sad that you know that." <laughs> this is what our lives come down to: watching highlights. Yeah, like yeah, watching said, reruns the, the of reruns. rewinds of the yeah. rewinds, like repeatedly over and over again. Get your acts together. Yeah. Anyways. It's well, yesterday's but, game seven was pretty cool of Ottawa. I, I hadn't seen that one. I hadn't seen that one yet. Yeah, Newendike Tucker is a <laughs> diver and a half. Oh, don't give me that. He's why not do you a think? Diver. Why do you think Joe? I mean, I we all love Tucker, but why do you think Joe wore, wore his number? That was his favorite <laughs> player because he emulates him he just does. without any of the ability. That's all. No, the ability to fight. I don't. I never fought. 
but or score or uh, you know okay. be, do anything that he is you know but yeah you're the same type of player though yeah joe while we're on the topic i don't know if everybody else did their homework but i did i found a comparable player for you it's not tucker oh great i want to hear this one are you ready yeah yeah this guy he spent four years in the queue and then he went straight into the ECHL for the past three years. Oh, God. Your paisan, Zach Malatesta. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. That's the homework that you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 5'9", 174 A big pounds. F. So, yep. uh, he weighs more than you, but that's as close as it's going to get for any pro hockey player. Or semi. There's not too many 140 pound hockey players out there. Playing, no, playing in the so show. five nine. I think you gotta get your. I, th- I think you gotta get your scale out, buddy. He's uh, guys for sixty in sixty games for the Atlanta Gladiators. He's got ninety two pims. He's a minus thirteen on the year, <laughs> and he's got uh, he's got thirty four points in sixty games. So I give you that, Joe. You, you were able to sponge a few points because you played with me and Ant sometimes. And sure. a plus and a plus uh, minus. Come on, I was good at plus minus. That was dependable <laughs> out there. I actually love that comparison. I have no idea who he is, and I never will, and no one ever will. No one will never play in any substantial games. But I love watch. That he's, comparison. Watch. He's going to be like the number one search. He's going to be you, the number one search player on Hockey DB after how, this. How, dig, gets released. How, how deep did you dig to find that one? Like, what was your oh, criteria I'm, when you looked it up? I only want to see guys under five nine, under like one seventy five, and never played in the league. Like, what was one hundred percent? I sort. I sorted the league, so I, I I scoured the AHL. I didn't even. Start of the NHL. Who was he Joe drafted was by? <laughs> if he was I drafted, I don't even know. No, he plays but for I the Gladiators, buddy. There, he's, he's an open contract. Anybody can sign. I, I sorted by Pims, and then I and then I tried to find the guy that weighed the least and was the shortest. <laughs> Joe, what are you actually weighing? And, Joe, what are you weighing in now? Out nowadays, I'm, I'm weighing in at 178. One. Also, this really this guy is pretty much. You're a twin. He's twin. One seventy eight, one seventy nine, just below one eighty. I think Joe's one seventy eight <laughs> is all around the same section, though. That's the only difference between him and good old Zach. <laughs> if you shave oh. Joe head head to toe, does he get down to one sixty? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got at least fifteen pounds of body hair, man. Oh yeah. Again, how how did this turn into me again all of a sudden? <laughs> it's always about you, Joe. Come on. Yeah, no one Mike, no one asked you about your week. What have you been up to? Oh, thanks for asking. <laughs> I've been doing nothing in quarantine. There's like half of the people in my company have been laid off. So you're just going to work as it's your like everyday life and uh we're struggling on my end but things are okay i'll be okay anything come out like i know you're in a condo but anything come out with anyone in your building getting any uh, getting testing positive or anything no you know what's happened um so not that we know if anyone in our building has it but we were on this website and for everyone who who, uh, who's listening definitely check this out it's flatten.ca and I'll plug them because what they're doing is a good thing. So it's a bunch of university students that started this website. And basically, if you've experienced any symptoms at all, they want you to like log into the website, um, enter your location, how you're feeling sort of thing. And then it pulls up like a heat map sort of thing where you can see like the hot spots of where the virus is in your area. Huh. No, that's kind of wild. Which, 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 is, which is pretty cool. So 
What's uh, me and Amanda again? Uh, we were going grocery shopping for her parents and her grandparents because we don't want them going out, right? So we did it again, and we were gonna go in our area here, but we noticed like we're in like the hot spot area. So we're like, screw this, we're gonna drive out of this area and go somewhere else. So, so that's what we did, trying to get away from it because obviously mitigate the risk. You guys might have just avoided the Rona because you went on this map. See? Yeah. Maybe. So flatten.ca, check it out. Yeah, this is pretty cool. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it's it's a very cool website. Saw it on the news. Anywho, guys, let's talk some sort of hockey, shall we? We can try. try. We shall. (laughs) We can figure something out. We can try to talk hockey. Okay, so the plan, I had an idea this week. Actually, I'll give credit to Pete. Pete, uh, you guys know him. He He had a good idea for us. He's like... What you guys should do is look at the trades in the past year, because obviously we don't know if the NHL is coming back this season. So look at the fantasy trades from our leagues. Reach out to all your all your viewers, all your fans, to get their take on some of their league trades and just analyze. Because now that obviously you know there's going to be no more trades this year, regardless of whether the, the season comes back or not, we can hopefully decide like a clear winner and loser of the deals. So we can get into that a little bit. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Well, let's talk some news first. We had the NHL ask teams for their arena availability through August. Like, what do we think about that? I I think that's them just kind of covering their bases just in case this thing kind of starts to, you know... Get pushed back. Dissipate and we start to come back to normality in the next couple of months. I think they just want to make sure they have you know, the the availability or the ability to come back as soon as they can. So, I mean, it's a good sign, I guess. I, I just, I don't think it's like an indication of like, okay, yeah, we're guaranteed to have it back. I think it's just them doing their due diligence, right? No, but it goes back to what we said last week about how, like, they're going to try and do anything they can to award the cup this year. And uh, if we do get back to normalcy in June, then I think they're, they're still expecting a, a, that scenario to get going again, right? Yeah. You know, uh, the optimist in me really believes that we're gonna see we're gonna see a some part of a season, and we're gonna see the Stanley Cup awarded this year, no matter how long this goes. I just think there's way too much money to be lost in all of this, and it's a much bigger mess if they cancel it than if they start a, the they resume the season in September. Like, I think that. This is going to happen. I really do. I don't know when, but I still think the plan will be to finish this year off. There's just too much money to be lost. Well, not, only, it, yeah, not, only ahead, money, not only money, but I think like going back to what we talked about last week with the, um, like the trades, like what they do with guys that were buyers at the deadline on UFA bodies. Like If they cancel this year, I think that's, why, that's one of the reasons why they'll find a way to finish this year. That way, at least they could say, no, we had a playoffs. You guys use those guys. We don't have to necessarily do anything with these trades or uh, like revoke them or turn them back or do something. Like it, It's going to be there's going to be too many logistics if they can't finish some sort of season this this year. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I think I think they've had we've seen like reports in the last few days. I feel like players I think are being more vocal on it cuz you've heard I I could be wrong, but I feel like there's I don't know who it was. I think maybe Ovi or McDavid came out and said like we shouldn't get right into the playoffs. We should have some games before and then other guys have said like we need to play, like we can't have this go with with nobody winning. Like the players are obviously 
I mean, there's nothing they can do about it. There's nothing really the league can do about it. But you obviously, you know that they want to keep this thing going. They don't want to just shut it down. Yeah. yeah. No, it yeah, seems like th- there's a willingness from both sides to do it. And that just gives me the optimism to believe that, like, this is going to happen. Yeah, if we can beat this thing in a decent amount of time. I don't, Honestly, I think that if this goes into September, I still think it happens. Really? No, but, but, they, but I the think NHL if it said... To- that they don't want to affect next season, but they honestly they'll they'll find a way. Like maybe they'll push next season a little. Yeah, bit. maybe like instead of again ending in like they'll get rid of all the all star breaks, the bye weeks. They'll push everything. Maybe instead of ending normally in June, they'll end in July. Like their sh- their off season next year will be shortened as well. I don't or know. Cut, though, or like cut if, the games out a little still, bit if, if they need to. Like if we're still where we are right now. In September, which God, I I really hope not. Okay. But if if by chance we are still the way like we are right now, and there's no way you're going to continue a season because then that means you're in December. You're going to be finished. Yeah, no, like, I, I think if we're like you know what at I mean. There is spot. definitely a cutoff yeah. date. There is definitely a cutoff date for them. I just I don't think that we're anticipating this to be you know a, a five month thing where everyone's just locked down in their house. Well, I think like, it was I think it was actually Thursday or Friday. I can't remember, but they Rob Manfred and. Uh, Mark Cuban came out and said something along the lines of they're optimistic for like mid May early June. Yeah, so for yeah, like like from Manfred's side of things at least he's in direct contact with all the higher ups Manfred's- from like the health department, the governments, the things. So unless he knows something we don't, or is he just being totally optimistic on that? Well, they both they both like, said that too, Joe Manfred yeah. and uh, Mark Cuban both said like uh, we're in regular conversation with people from the WHO yeah, exactly. and the CDC and stuff. And that's what we're thinking. So, I mean, hopefully that carries some weight, but I don't know. Those guys are also trying to like keep, keep everyone keep fans. Yeah, positive exactly. Mindset. Exactly. yeah, because they know they have a platform, 100%. right? So, and especially Cuban, he's one of the most powerful owners in the, in the sports. Yeah. Uh, well, even the sports world, right? Yeah. Well, even did you hear, yeah. did you guys hear about James Dolan late last night? No, James Dolan oh, tested no. positive. Wow. Oh, that's a shame. He won't. He uh, he won't be at the games anymore. Yeah. I'm sure, fans will really just be disappointed in that. He's the worst owner in the world. Oh wow! <laughs> what league has the most to lose with all of this going on? I think it's I think it's baseball, because at some point you're 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 going so deep into the season. They only play outside. You, you go so deep into the season. So yeah, what are you gonna have a? F- 50 game season like how are they gonna do that you lose you lose a lot of like in terms of money money wise because they have 162 games i mean that's 81 home gates not not that every team fills out their their stadium but even if you average 25,000 people per game and you lose maybe 30 of those dates like that's a lot of cash you're losing man so yeah i think in that in, in that respect baseball does have a lot to lose plus you're not playing games in december outside like you know exactly. what i mean like that's unless houston's yeah. in, in the world series and then there might be just an uproar about that anyway so yeah <laughs> Manfred, well, you're probably Manfred right. wants to award a piece of metal at the end of this year and uh, <laughs> good luck yeah could you imagine some baseball games in december in like new york or something boston just yeah, snow games just they just call it snow bowl yeah I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be going to it, but I'll watch it on it's TV. It's weird because they were talking about, you know, like doing double headers most days just to get in the most amount of games. They were talking about like being one one writer or one, I can't remember which which one it was, but he was saying like around the 100 game mark is where you have to kind of get to to make a season 
even remotely. Yeah, I'm sure doubleheaders like. I don't understand. In terms of being able to play it as players, I, I don't. That's not a prompt because these guys can play triple headers if they need to. But <laughs> in terms of fans, you're still not going to get just no respect. No, for yeah, exactly. You're not going to get. No, the I'm, kidding. Yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. I obviously understand. But like, if there's a sport where you're going to play two games in the same day out of all the major sports, well, it ain't going to be hockey. Yeah. Well, they do it. It's not like they don't so, do it. And they do yeah. do it. And they used to do it a lot more back in the day. And now they just don't do it. Barely. It's only when they get rain rainouts, right? So. They can do it. It's just it's not ideal for any situation. But if you have to do it, you have to do it. Yeah. Okay, guys. Let's get into some of these. Uh, let's analyzing some of these deals. Okay. Let's start with one from our league. We obviously know the settings in our league. So we're in a keeper league. You keep five guys. Eighteen teams. Uh, what, Eighteen teams, right? So, just to give you an idea of the depth. So, let's start with this trade. I believe Eth was a part of it. Dreisaitl for McKinnon. Who is the winner there, Eth? You're not answering this one. Let's start with Joe. Joe, who won? Uh, you know what? At the beginning of the year, I would have said... Um, I can't remember who you... Oh, Pete. I think you made it with Pete, right, Anth? Correct. Yes. I, I would have said Pete won it. Uh, I'm going to lean towards Anth winning it. Yeah, baby. At this time right now. Because I think Dreisaitl has been just like... Again, he he was he was great after last year, but he's just gone even more. He's taken another step, and it's just unbelievable what he's done this year. He's like outpaced McDavid, and I would have never thought that could have been possible. I it's just I always like I was one of the guys that said he can't do, and I'm still a little bit on this side, but like he's he's a product of McDavid. He can't really play on his own line. That's why they always put him back together and always kept him together. But uh, he's found something with R&H and Yamamoto. And um, if this continues, man, that one-two of Dreisaitl and McDavid are going to be a killer unit. Yeah, I agree with you. I think right now it's Dreisaitl, but this is something... Easily next year we can we can say McKinnon's and the best. and again it's McKinnon an ever, it's an ever evolving move exactly and I think McKinnon as soon as he gets his you know he had a revolving door out of line mates as well so exactly. uh, that could easily change but like as it stands right now I'd say Amp won it yep I'm with you there let's uh, let's go to the next one Patty Kane for Steven Stamkos. Who is the winner of that one? That's tough. I mean, some fair trades, though. I mean, pretty pretty good. Like, it really depends on position dependent, right? But Patty Kane is just a guy who you're guaranteed to get 100 or close to 100 points every year, no matter how bad the team is, which they – not that they were the worst team in the league, but they've obviously struggled the last couple of years. He's still getting his cookies. Stamkos, I feel like you always got – there's always an injury concern there, and it's just – it's just something he's always going to have to live with. And as an owner of him, you're just, you're like pins and needles. Just whenever this guy goes down, you're just like, oh my God, there he is. He's done. He's done for the year. Mm -hmm. So you never, you never feel comfortable. Kane has never had that history. He's always been a consistent performer. And he's going to be one of those guys that it's like the ageist wonder. Like you're going to make a trade for Patty Kane when you have like a 28 year old and he's 35 and you're going to feel weird about it because you're like, oh man, he's older, but he's still going to be putting up 90 points because he's just a stud. I love Kane and I think owner, whoever made the trade for Kane is the winner. Really? Yeah, I, I like Kane. I, I think, love Kane. 
I think it's a good deal. I I would rather have Stamkos though. I think just basically Kane is only two years older. Yeah, the age isn't much of a difference. It's the team I think, for me. Yeah, yeah, it's the. T- I mean, Kane still gets his points. Like he's been pretty unreal the last couple years, especially. Stamkos shoots like a beast though, and I don't think the injury concern is as real as as people say it is. Like he had that one season where he broke his leg. I think it was, or no, was it the uh, the blood clot? Yeah, but wasn't he out this year for a bunch of games too? I, well, I mean, I, I have to look at it. I feel like he, he has it. He was when we were on break before yeah. we on, we were on hiatus here. He was yeah. injured. Yeah, yeah, he's injured. He'll be back whenever we start up again. But yeah, he he got injured with a core muscle injury. He needed yeah. surgery. And those core ones, man. I don't know. There's there's nervous, just like shoulder injuries. It's like it just seems like an odd injury, and that always kind of anything can happen to flare it back up. again. Mm-hmm. That's a tight. Yeah, that's a close one. Very close. It is. A, it I, is a very I, I still like my first it's thought was fair. Stamkos, and I don't know. I think I'd, I'd stick with that. It's very close. Okay, let's go to another one. Um, line A for Kachuk. That's Matthew Kachuk. Oh, I don't. I, I don't. I, I love Matthew Kachuk. Yeah, I know. I, love I, I like too. both those guys. Line A, sort of. I don't know. He's so up and down, and you don't know what his future really projects to be right now. You think he's going to be a like a top goal scorer in the NHL, but but I don't know. I th- I think I like Kachuk's trajectory right better right now, and I think he does everything. Like I love that he does everything, and I love him. Yeah, he's like a, he's like I compare him to myself the way I play the way the way he plays. You know, <laughs> oh like my God. Dude. <laughs> Okay, Zach, Malatesta, relax over there, okay? <laughs> is that what you're going to call me from now on? Yeah, you're Zachary now from now on. Uh, but no, yeah. serious, I, I'm, I'm with you, Ed. I, I do like Kachuk. I think Line, if this was two years ago, give me Line. But I think he's, the last two seasons, he hasn't been that same goal scorer that we know and love. Now, it might be better for the Jets, but fantasy value, he just doesn't seem to have that punch anymore when it comes to goal scoring yeah I, I think he's turned into a better all-around player which exactly. as a hockey yes. as a hockey player especially for the club that's what they yeah. want but you also even as a team but especially fantasy you want that 40 45 almost 50 goal flirting with that threat every year and even though he's gotten better as a player that's kind of taken away from his ability to do those things especially for fantasy and i, I don't know if that's it, it, that kind of pushes Matthew Kachuk for me over over line. And it looks like Connor's taken over for line A too, as well as that third guy on that team. So it does, it does. But I, I think line A, as long as he stays on that power play, he'll be okay. I, I like line A. I think he's had a great year. Mm-hmm. And the peripherals on line A, people don't really look into this that much, but they're very good. He almost has a hundred hits this year. He shoots a ton. I, I like it a lot. Um, I was a part of this deal, so obviously I like Kachuk more than Line A right now. But just, just so you guys know <laughs> where this went. So I had Line A. I originally traded Eichel for Line A two years ago. And That's crazy, And just goes eh? to show you what's happened there. Wow. And now I flip Line A for Kachuk. So you even look at that, Kachuk for Eichel. That's not even close. Eichel's yeah, an absolute no. animal. Yeah, that's a, that's, but that, that just shows you few years ago where Line was and projected to be compared to what we think of him now. I mean, I don't think I don't want anyone to get the impression like none of us like Line. We all really like him and he's gonna be a yeah. stud. But it's just just what you said. You traded Eichel for Line. Like 
Eichel's a top five, top ten player in the league, especially in fantasy. And you, you know, you traded him for a guy now that we're like, ah, you know, he's 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 okay, but he's not where he was. Like, it's just nuts to see how things have changed in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. It's been his last two years. Remember the Matthews Line A debate first their first couple years in the league. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's gone. Like that that's that's put to bed now. Matthews is oh, you so go to far Twitter ahead for of now. I've seen. Uh, I went on you know, Twitter is a dangerous thing in during this Corona time because you could just get lost in it for hours. But I uh, I saw this kind of. It wasn't even a beef. It was this. It was this fan. This Toronto fan made this video on how Matthews like all his like quick release goals and his little toe drag like and. Basically, she said like he's one of the best goal scorers, if not the best goal scorer right now in the league. That's it. Not. Not bashing anybody else, nothing, just making an opinion about Matthews. And this guy came in like, uh, line is way better. What are you talking about? And then I just read the thread, and I was just laughing the whole time because I'm like, I don't want to get involved, but I do. But also just, it, it, there's no point. Just look at the numbers but since they... Look, just look at the numbers. And, and it's just like, it's not even close, man. Like, look at Matthews since he's been in the league. And is even strength goals power like. In, it's the he's like the most consistent goal scorer since he's been in the league, and Line is not not even he's close anymore. In total goals, he's second since the uh, since he came into the league behind one person. And that's Ovi, but also he's played thirty. I think it's thirty less games than Ovi, so that just goes to show yeah. you. I think he's twenty back of him. I can't remember the exact numbers. I was looking at it last week for something for work, and Line is seventh on that list so it's like not yeah, even but like three years three years ago it was a real conversation about like okay who's gonna be who's gonna score more goals who's the better goal scorer now i mean i don't think it's close right now it shouldn't be no, but i don't think it's close i mean to, i don't know i have a bias you know, but I'm, i don't think it's close at all you get that on twitter though you get a lot of characters just coming that's in what it and is i'm yeah. gonna stir up some shit and make have a oh, horrible yeah. take that i know is gonna piss people off like people love doing that yeah, speaking of pissing people off, let's go to this trade that Joe was in. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Okay, Joe, keep your yap shut. Here we go. Crosby, Horvat, Latang, and a fourth. So let that sink in a little. Four, Tyson Berry, Shifley, and an eighth. Okay, so what you got to do with a trade like this is break it down. Okay, this is Le- such a terrible. Yeah, trade. this first of all, <laughs> what, one who? Team. Uh, this is a d- one d- yeah, exactly horrible deal. Latang for Barry, right there. Let's call it even. I'm gonna call it even Wash. because I, I don't like Latang. Always injured, he oh, produces, but, but he's always injured. So let's call that a wash. And then we have Crosby, Horvat, and a fourth for Shifley and an eighth. If you say Crosby for Shifley, fine, whatever. Yeah, we'll call that pretty even. Horvat. And a fourth for an eighth. Horvat. Horvat. <laughs> Here's the problem. Like, I'm looking at your Horvat? face right now while you're doing it, and it's just got disdain just what? dripping Joel, off of it. How did you get the higher pick in that deal? So it originally. What? It originally. Hold on. Wait, wait. This is going to lead into a 10 minute Joe explanation. I should just go back. Say, I, should I don't go, know what he was thinking. Cole's Joe. notes. Cole's notes. I, I rinsed him. I, no, I, and, and it wasn't even me. Like, he came to me no, with, um, I think I believe it was Latang that was added late for Barry. And then, like, he even said, okay, like, because I said, I for me, I would have taken, um, you know, Shifley's younger. So, I, and I, you know, Crosby could be better. But right now, on, in our pool, age is a huge thing for us. So, I wasn't so sold on getting Crosby for Shifley alone. So, I said, okay throw in maybe something that we can like originally the picks weren't even involved and then i said well if he th- he offered me latang and i'm like uh he you know what i'm not like it's not going to be that much of a 
a thing for me, and then he's like, okay, how about a fourth? So I said, okay. okay. Basically, I, I, you, if you're, <laughs> you, hummed, you hummed and hawed to get a better deal, which is fine because I think we all would have done it. Nobody's blaming you for this trade because you rinsed. It's just yeah. Horvat is – I'm not – I don't think he's a keeper, but depending on the team that you have, if you have better – on, on like a lower end team, he's probably a keeper. So you got two, like Crosby's been a, like a quintessential player, even though he's yeah, older. But Hor- he's just a guy who's going to he's gonna do it no matter what. But Horvat's never I, been kept I, the, in the our league. The Crosby for Shifley thing, I don't mind. Just the fact that you got another player who's a really good player and the better pick, like a top five pick, it just, he it blows my mind. He wa- I, that's all I got to say. He wanted to get rid of Latang for injury purposes. And I said the only guy that I'd be willing to deal would be Barry. Oh Okay, so, so I tuned out during Joe's original <laughs> explanation. If you guys are still with us, thank you for continuing to listen to this. I'm just, podcast. I'm actually just looking up my conversation with. But him he argues for the other side. He argues uh, yeah. the other side's reasoning because it's like he's embarrassed that he well, fleeced no. them so Origi- hard. Originally, it was it was Sid and Horvat for Shifley. That's how it started. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> We're moving on. Let's We're move moving on. on. Let's go to one that Anth was. You a didn't part say of. who I won think- it. <laughs> I well, yeah we don't have to yeah Joe that's Anthony's a part of this one I think this is the most even one we're gonna talk about um, and it was Connor for Jake Gensel uh, Kyle Connor for Jake don't Gensel don't get me started on this one you think oh, okay no it's Mike you have to you have to explain the backstory yes. on it because just and, one and I'll explain the backstory people won't understand why yeah okay I had I had Jake Gensel and I was in contention. And, and this was after he was announced done for the year. So what, what did I do? I took Gensel, who, one, who was one of my keepers. I looked at the teams at the bottom of the standings and said, uh, I'll give you Gensel for uh, one of your keepers. If you want to upgrade a keeper, I, I don't mind taking a little bit, of a <clears throat> little bit of a downgrade. And that's what we came up with, Connor for Gensel. Connor's been great since. He's been great since. So, I mean, now it looks very even. At the time, I don't think it was as even. So yeah. no, uh, okay, uh, so yeah, that's a tight it, one. Per, like personnel one for one, I think it's even. I'm not even questioning that. Where I have the issue with it was one for one. No, no, I know, but it like, was I'm just saying one, pers- personnel like Connor for Gensel himself, yes. like themselves are even. Now this is where I have the issue when it comes with and in this scenario, if he keeps Gensel, like if he has them still on his roster, he's at a disadvantage with an injured player of his caliber on his roster. And I know for the guy who he's dealing with, I know he's looking for next year. So Gensel has value. I get that point. But if I'm making this trade, I'm going, well, there's not that much of a difference between the two players. Okay, but Joe. Why should I be helping you out and I'm not getting anything? Again, you need to throw a sweetener in for me to do this trade. If I'm I'm giving up... Uh, like a Connor, let's say. Okay, but at the end of the season, starting next season, this trade is still Connor for Gensel, and that's to me, that's all I need to understand. That's a that deal. Sure, from your end, is- but from my end, let's say I'm I'm I think it was Chris that made the deal with you. If I'm Chris, yeah, I'm I'm thinking it's a close enough deal where it doesn't really benefit me next year as much as it should yeah but you see joe this is why you don't make many deals and when you do you absolutely fleece the guy well no not true (laughs) he's playing for next year i yes i i agree but whether next year whether he has gensel or connor is one so much better than the other if i'm helping out anth in the fact that 
he's in contention. He needs the trade more than more than I do. Why wouldn't I get a sweetener back? But at the time, that deal, it, to, Gensel was the better player. He but he was better, but not by Joe, much. He doesn't care about what the deal means for me. He cares about what he it you means have for him. To. And he likes he likes Gensel more than Connor, and he's just thinking about next year. Yeah, that's but, all it is. But you have to get a sweetener in that deal, in my opinion. In think, my opinion, think, you have to because if you're making your team better, it makes no sense to make my team the same. Almost, it wasn't that much of a difference in players. To be fair. I mean, I'm in the pool, but coming from a neutral party where I'm I wasn't neutral involved too. in the trade, I think there's. <laughs> yeah, I sure. No, I think there's two no. Schools we're in the same thought. division, yeah, Joe. But I think there's two. There's two schools of thought on making a trade like that. If you're the, if you're a team not ant, if you're the team that's the bottom feeder that's that's looking to improve, you either a just strictly look at players and say, yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to trade this guy next year or the year after, whatever. Uh, I'm going to get a comparable keeper that I like that's fresh coming into next year, and that's it. And you don't even look at where the guy is going to be that you're trading him to, nothing. Then there's the other one, which is Joe, which is, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying this is another way of thinking, which is if you're the guy getting the injured player, you could say, well, yeah, I'm getting the injured player, keepers-wise, one for one, but I don't want to help you win. So if you really want this guy, you got to give me a sweetener as... I'm not saying you got to toss in like a fourth round pick, but hey, give me an eighth and I'll give you a tenth or something like that, and then we can make it work. That, I think that's just basically, those are the two ways of thinking about a trade. And it's just how vigilant and how much yeah, you really but- care about getting a pick that's like a late round pick. Because no one's going to give you a fourth and take a ninth no, it, for a guy like that, to, for a comparable keeper. It doesn't have to be that. But if you're in, let's say, and in this scenario is just Anth and Chris. If you're in Anth scenario... You're getting Connor and dropping a guy like whoever, like a, like a mid-level guy. It's a guy, one of your streaming options that you would be putting. You're not going to drop one of the other guys. So your price is not coming off your roster. For Chris, he has to take advantage of that, or that player or that GM has yeah, to okay. take advantage of it and say, no, You're I'm forgetting giving you something, something for nothing, basically. Yes, next year it's going it's gonna, to it's gonna be beneficial for me, but even if I had Connor next year, it's not that much of a difference. So I need something else because I want to better my team next year. Okay, but you're forgetting something very key here. Chris isn't my only trade partner. Yeah. there I have like six, seven guys I could have dealt with. Yeah, I didn't you, care who I was getting. I, I could have got. I Chris taken a guy like... Well, he was, he was he probably said, the one I, I that loved Gensel, player. and yeah. I, I want Gensel. I'll give you Connor for Which him. is fine because that's, you went with that trade because that was probably the least you had to give up on. So, yeah, where's Chris's yeah. leverage here? If he says, oh, I want to pick out of you, I'll say, okay, later. I'll go to the next guy. That's fine. Then he sticks with his player. That's what? 10-point difference? And in a grand scheme of things, that's what? There's 20 weeks in the pool. 10 points overall in a 20-week pool is not that much of a difference. It's less than one point a week. You get what yeah, I'm saying? You, in the big yeah, picture, you're forgetting nothing. You're forgetting where Gensel was at the time, too. Gensel was like a top – I think he was top 20 ranked hey, I, in all of fantasy. I, I, I get so. it, but I, I don't think there's that much of a gap between the two players as much as everyone thinks sure, it was. Like, now there's not. Well, we're looking at back at him. That's why. But even at the time – at the time, I wasn't so bent out of shape about it, but even like – like it just and again i'm not bent out of shape about it now i'm just saying no not at all in hindsight you have you have the results to back it it up now at the time you didn't okay before we move on to some other uh fan trades let's look at one more from our league this was a massive one stamkos and mcdavid for matthews and kucherov bry 
We're not going to Mike. I think Mike was a part of that deal. So, Brian, what do you think? And yeah. Mike actually talked about it, like, I think, a few weeks back. He did. He did. Yeah. Uh, if if you're looking at two players, I like Matthews and Kucherov. But I don't know. Like, I, it's different because I think in the NHL, the old, the old adage is the team that gets the best player in the deal usually wins the trade. And McDavid... I don't. I'm not gonna say by far because fantasy value, but he is the best player in the world, and he's the best player in this deal. But when you're looking at fantasy, does McDavid? And I mean, Stamkos isn't just a throw-in. He's obviously a stud too. But does the benefit of the singular player of McDavid outreach the the whole of Matthews and Kucherov? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Oof. I don't. I don't think so. You well, know what I mean? So this is that's what Pete's motive here it was like let me i know i'm giving up the best player in the deal so let me make a four-player deal and i'll get the second and third best players in the deal that, yeah. that's what he was going after and exactly. you said matthews and kucherov first right so yeah i think he made a great deal yeah. i think it's a it's a it's an even deal it's a fair i don't the think day. there's no like winner or lo- like there's no real winner or loser i mean maybe three years down the road when before they have to be traded again we'll see what happens but when you have a guy like mcdavid and you have the best it's always going to be tough to make because you really have one chance to really get a good trade and if you don't there's going to be people on you about oh you didn't you didn't get enough or whatever it's just so tough to make that trade and i think given what he had that that's probably the best deal he could have made that was even for both teams yeah yep that's why i made the deal originally he wanted to include not include, he wanted to substitute Stamkos with Malkin. And I told him, I'm not doing that deal if he wants to do that. Yeah, you love Malkin, so uh, that would have been tough. love Malkin, yeah. <laughs> okay. I think, Ma- I think if, Mal- Malkin if Malkin never been... had injury concerns, that would be an unbelievable yeah, I think that would have been a better maybe. option for you, but this season, not for future seasons. Yes. Oh, okay. And, uh, I always look to future. Let's get to one from Twitter. But first, wait. Let's take care of some business first. Let's get to the ad read. All right. Yeah, and I'm going to call on Joe to do the ad read. Because, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I want you a little, Joe, you're a little fired up. Put that fire in the ad read. <laughs> no fire here. Just me. <laughs> Who did the ad read last week? Am I getting sniped? Am I getting snubbed here or what? No, Mike I did it last it. week. Okay. okay. Brian, you're up next week. Nice. This podcast is brought to you by GT Radial Tire. Get more out of every road, ride, and dollar. <laughs> Locate your local GT Radial dealer and experience the performance. Just blew through that period. Hey, <laughs> shut it. <laughs> period means stop, Joe. Yeah. And you Joe, just whipped right Joe by Which one? Did, did, did I blow like by the GT radial tires? Get your more of every ride? Is that the period yeah, yeah, yeah. I blew through? He, Joe, Joe, yeah, Joe, Joe only had like, one breath. He only had one breath to do that ad read, so he had to get it all in <laughs> in one second as well without stopping. <laughs> Brought to you by GT radial tire. Get more out of every ride. <laughs> get more out of your... <laughs> okay, let's go. Already, geez. I can't do anything right. <laughs> no, Zach, you're terrible. No, no. Can make some good trades, though. Just fleece. Fleece. I don't know about that. Don't forget the fleecy when you wash your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> this, the, the Twitter trade here is from, uh, from Ben Stafford, at Benny Staff underscore Ben. Uh, this is a keeper league trade. Mark Stone for Dylan Larkin. Yeah, and keep in mind, though, uh, when it comes to drafts, and a lot of pools are set up this way, is that when you trade a guy, eh, maybe you can explain this better. What? 
you know how when if you trade a guy that you drafted in like the eighth round, then you lose your eighth. Like, oh, how does that work? Oh. NFL keeper leagues do this. Guys are valued like you set it up. So basically, in a lot of NFL draft leagues, I don't know about if it's the same in hockey because we've never done it this way. But you have before the year you determine if you draft a guy in like the ninth round that that equates to like a fifth round pick you lose in the next year's draft or if you keep a guy in the first round then you lose your first round pick something yeah, like that yeah basically like, play, players have a works, draft yeah. round attached to them like all year right and into the next <clears throat> the next season's draft correct Brian? yeah right so he says larkin is worth a 15th round pick and stone is an is worth an eighth you follow joe yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 So basically, yeah, the, the following year, if you were to keep Stone, you wouldn't have an eighth round pick. The following year, if you were to keep Larkin, you'd have a stud player and not. And you'd only lose your 15. Basically 15. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Right. So analyze Mark Stone for Dylan Larkin. Keeper League. What do you think? I I like Stone. I, I know though, you're, you're. Even though you lose eight. that eight, Yeah. I think Stone goes higher than an eighth anyway. So I think. If you can get Larkin in these in this pool at a fifteenth, then I'm I'm I don't know how deep it is, but I'm sure that there's other picks ninth and below that you can replenish with. I uh, yeah no I think See, I, I think Stone's I'm, such a better uh, like way better than Larkin for me on fantasy value. I uh, I'm actually I like Larkin in a keeper league. I like Larkin's long term output more than I like Stone. And I think, I mean, hopefully the Red Wings turn it around quicker than than the next couple years here. But I think Larkin, in the long run, will be a higher point producer than Mark Stone. And he's four years younger. younger So I am going to go with Larkin on this one. But it is a very good trade. I think it's just your opinion of Larkin in this one really... Is, is the difference here because I think Mark Stone you, you kind of know what he is he's a point per game guy and um, he looks Shoots to be a lot, like a pretty a lot. S- steady power, yeah, power play he looks reliable with with his stats and obviously Larkin he had 73 points and 71 I think last year and this year had, not so good he started out well yeah. but so but still has like 54 55 I think points this year right Probably projected to get like 65, I think. And who, with, who knows if Mantha didn't get hurt, he would have had more too. Exactly, and, that's what I was going to say. And they're on Look the rise. I mean, you, you'd, you'd hope and you'd think that with that youngish core, like within a couple of years, they're going to be, you know, not contending, but they're going to be at least on the like kind of a bubble playoff team. Are they on the rise though? I don't know. No, they got no goalie, <laughs> no defense. Yeah, I, I don't know. Detroit's... Remove that. Remove my take. <laughs> I still like Larkin as a player, though. I, I think i take him in that deal. Yeah. I think it all depends on what how much you value and, and really how good you are to draft. I mean, if, you, if you've always drafted really well and you feel confident, then maybe take you take Stone because yep. you feel like that eighth pick, like it's whatever, you're going to find a value player anyways. Whereas if, if I don't want to see you're not as confident in your pick, but if you if you just think like, okay, if I get a guy like Larkin, who's a stud, as a 15th round pick, like that's, there's a guy in the eighth round that I can get that maybe isn't exactly comparable, but is a pretty good player that I wouldn't have otherwise. So you, it's almost like two for the price of one, right? Okay, guys, I, let's go around the table quickly because I love this guy. I love Mantha. I think he's going to have a monster year next year. Just quickly round the table, 
82 games played for Mantha next year. How many points? Eth. Oh, geez. Give me a second oh. here. Just give me what you think. Top of the I'll head. I'll say 71. Ooh, that's a good number. Brian. Oh, I was going to say 72. That's a good number. <laughs> 71 and a half. Okay, so, Joe, I'm, I'm going to go 76. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm there too. And that just goes to show, guys, Mantha might be a guy that you should. No, sorry. He not might be a guy. Target well, him is next he tur- year. Is he turning because, into Malkin, though, with the injuries? Well, that's why I think it's, it's, there's a little bit of risk, but it's, I think it's high risk, high reward right now. If he gets and injured next year, I think next agree, year's like, a big year for him. I, I think if he gets injured next year, you can start giving him that tag. But if he goes the other way and he's healthy, you're going to see a guy break out and really become one of the top, like maybe like a top two round guy in a. It reminds me of the conversation around Matthews heading into this year, if he was going to stay healthy or not. Yeah. Like the third straight year. He's kind of shaking that off. Yeah. Yep. Okay, let's get to another Twitter trade here from Johnny underscore Hines coming in again. Hinesy. Catch up, man. Hinesy. Um, He better go with Hines instead of, what's the alternative brand? Brand? Anyway, let's Heinz not is a ketchup, that. not a brand. No, brand, brand. I said brand. Oh, the brand. Nobody knows the other brand. You know why? Because there is only one yeah. brand. Are there other ketchup brands? Like, no name? Yeah, probably. No, there's the... Guys, there's that popular one. The one that French. does the mustard. What's that? French's? French's makes ketchup. Is it good? French's. French's, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they started pushing their ketchup last year. Oh, they year. should stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a couple snorts. I, was in the last was that? I, I called mean, that one out. I I can I can let a couple little piggy snorts come out <laughs> when I laugh sometimes. So okay, Miss Piggy, this one's going <laughs> Mr. right piggy. to you. Buddy. <laughs> Keep Ford League fourteen team pool traded Marchand, who is an expiring keeper this year, for patches. Sorry, traded Marchand patches and a couple late picks for Rantanen a first, and a seventh. I'm sure, I'm, I'm assuming Hines got Rantanen. Is that correct, the way I'm reading it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He traded Marshawn away. That is yeah, so clear winner. Clear yeah. winner for me there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're all in agreement on that one, I, right? Hines swindled that guy. I, I wouldn't say swindled. I think it's closer swindled. than you guys think. The first well, is... So he, what? Hines traded, Hines traded Marshawn patches and a couple late-round picks for Rantanen and, Rantan and a first. Basically. Yeah. And a seventh. But. I don't think I don't I don't know why you say he's yeah me neither. Well, I, don't think, I, I, I think he had this, to trade Marshawn. Yeah, sure. Job. But that means other guys had to trade good keepers as well. So my thinking is he jumped on a great year from Pacioretty because who knows if he's going to do it next year again, and he had yeah. to trade Marshawn, and he, he got ranting in a first back. To me, that's to me that's exactly. So I, can we say that Marshawn and Ranton are somewhat yeah. even? Right? Yeah, but if he, if he yeah, points. but if he stays healthy, which he hasn't been able to do, oh, it's just one year. It's okay, just this just year. Just had yeah. a tough year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then your then your thing is is patches worth a in a, first. In a four team keeper league? Yeah. Hell yeah. Exactly. No, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. A first round pick is way better than patches. Yeah. So that's that's what does it for me. But a good deal. Yeah, I don't think it's a slam dunk, right? Like as soon as you look at it, like you said. But once you get once you get deeper into it, yeah, I, I like. And he yeah. probably who knows if he was in on the 
in on the playoffs in contention or whatnot. Because if he was in contention, you can honestly maybe say, oh, let's give me a throw in a player there so it can kind of offset Marshawn Pacioretty and then you can get a second player. Actually, but that's, yeah, that's a good point, Joe. Let's like, say if he, wasn't in con- if he wasn't in contention, then this is a no-brainer for me. Yeah, let's say let's say he's. I mean, we have we're just speculating here because we got we don't know for sure. But let's say he's like fourth or fifth in the league. He has a legitimate chance to win. Do you, you make that trade? That's a good point. I well, I don't know. It's I, tough to make I, that trade, I, man. If, if you make, you're if, like, if you're in contention, for me, you would have to get another player back of for sure. not similar, but like something below. Someone who's like, gonna help. Like, Someone who's yeah. gonna help you. Which that's it. Which probably yeah. tells us that he he probably wasn't, and that's, and that's why, why I brought it up in that making way. That deal. Because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's obviously yeah yeah context missing, but just the trade in itself, I think we yeah. All I'm sure yeah. Johnny will let us know, give us a little oh. bit more context when he hears this. But if you're down there in the league, Johnny, step it up, bud. <laughs> Johnny and we, Johnny, Johnny and just where we support the Heinz ketchup, French's can go suck it. So we're with you, buddy. He does. He doesn't work for Heinz. I know it doesn't right? matter. It's a joke, okay, Mike. Roll with it. God, you okay. suck. <laughs> let's get to let's get to a couple from our league that uh, some of the guys want us to get to. So first, let's go to at yc underscore coach and Gratz. I think we're all going to agree for this deal. We're looking at Marchand again, and it was straight up Marchand for Panarin. Yeah, we, I don't think we hate Marchand as a fantasy option, but uh, Panarin's better. Yeah, he's younger. Yeah, he's 100%. I think his and he's exploded yeah. this like this year. He's, he's taken off. Been, he's always been really good, but he just exploded this year. And that Rangers team, I think we all really like that Rangers team. And I well, think here we go. He's gonna be he's gonna be leading. <laughs> Somehow he's gonna get Mika in with, here. <laughs> you know our boy. He's gonna be leading the charge with our boy DJ Mika over there. So he's oh, oh, um, Brian. Why did your Why did your eyes roll back to the back of your head when you said Mika? Well, I don't know if you saw my hand. My hand went missing there for a bit. I just had to get a quick one and talking about. Okay, it. last one here from at Peter Badjai. Pete sends in. Well, he wants us to talk about Pasternak and Hellebuck for Patty Kane and Vasilevsky. This was an interesting one. Uh, yeah, I think I think there's a clear cut one. winner here. You think it? You think Pasternak yep. and Hellebuck? See, the thing is though, is Hell like I think we agree Vasilevsky's the best yeah, goalie yeah. in this deal yeah. for sure, and Pasternak's better than Kane. So it's. It, is Vasilevsky that much better than Pasternak is than to Kane? Um, I think I don't. I wouldn't say it's as clear as you said, Anth. But I do think the guy getting Pasternak and Hellebuck did win this trade, especially this year. Um, but as you move forward, you don't really know what Hellebuck's going to be. Like he was awful last year. Great like this for me. Year, one so. guy got the better goalie. One guy got the better player. And I think Pasternak obviously is younger than Kane, so that plays a factor in it. Um, a lot younger. Yeah, a lot younger. The point value right now is is I think similar, if I'm not mistaken. Right. It's yeah. Not too too crazy, but it's just the age. I think it's the yeah age the age factor. Pasternak's much younger. But you got to right? pay. Like, would you would you rather have Vasilevsky or Pasternak? For me, that well, would they're be on like, the he, Vas, definitely on the better team and is going to be well, on the better I, team for a bit. I think. I think gambling or betting on goaltending is. Oh, is a loser's it's race. It's a crapshoot, yeah. man. It is. It's a crapshoot. Yeah. And the, I always talk about the volatility of the position. So I 
can bet on Pasternak more than I would bet on Vass. So I would say Pasternak. Yeah, and then you would, and then the drop off between Hellebuck, especially this year, like you said, Mike, is not yeah. as much. So yeah, I'm with you, Anth. Pasternak and Hellebuck, oh, which yeah, I, yeah. I think we all agreed on as well. But so good one there from Pete. But guys, speaking of Pete, I don't think we brought this up on the on the pool, and I think it's so crazy, and it just goes to show you how every point matters in the league. <laughs> Our league ended. I saw this. Our league. Ended. Anth finished second to and Pete. That's in the overall because standing. Because in the overall standing. So there was how much... Well, we don't need to talk about how much money, but it was a good, good sum of a, money a nice that you chunk. could have oh, yeah. won. But Sunday night, the last night of our pool's regular season, Noah Greger, a pickup for Pete, put in a power play <laughs> goal with... I think 15 seconds left in like a 4-1 game that San Jose was losing. Noah Greger scored. So, so Pete took power play And beat me by one point. And beat Eth by one Because point. of Noah Greger, for some reason, is on the ice <laughs> with a power play in the last minute. Who knows why this guy is even getting an opportunity? I don't know who they were playing, but I hate that team. Shut it down, guys. Oh, I don't man. understand why how you let this guy, this Noah Gregor character, score a useless goal. Oh, my God. One point. <laughs> One point that downed me by. It's crazy. These are tough financial that, times here. my friends, here. is fantasy hockey in a nutshell. <laughs> And that is why you use all your pickups that you're allotted to in a week. Because if you don't, you don't get Gregor winning you a pool. That's why. Yes, it's sir. a good thing well, I was asleep, but... I think. Because I think if I was awake when that Gregor goal happened... <laughs> you wouldn't have a TV. Right? <laughs> there would, I you would, would probably be watching yeah. it, oh, just yeah. losing your mind. Just... Just think, just, I just want to, I know we got to move on, but I just want to, like, I want to just go back and think about what Anth, if he was awake watching that game, he'd probably have been, like, sitting back. He's like, man, I just won this pool. This is awesome. Oh, my God. And then you see the power play come on. You see this guy come on the ice, and Anth's like, whatever. I'm not really worried about it. He's a no-name anyways. Puts that goal in, and he just loses his mind, just going nuts. Like, I cannot believe I'm going to lose right now. To fuck it's crazy. It's, oh, I, pro- I, I probably would have been great. like, oh, the good players aren't on the ice, so I should be okay. I don't think anyone <laughs> owns Noah Gregor. Actually, Noah Gregor oh, yeah. is, I don't know if you, a little side note, but. Now here's the scouting report. Yeah, no, 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 no. Here's his no, newest pitch, guys. He's the nephew of uh, Jason Gregor, who works for TSN in Edmonton, TSN Radio in Edmonton. That's a fun little tidbit that no one cared about. That provided zero value to us. I think we need to issue a statement. For the Twitter guys It's the TSN drop. It's the TSN drop. I got to know. I'll make sure they know I work for TSN. It's the guys that work. It's the guys that listen that are on Twitter that might follow Jason Greger that might not know this. That's right, eh? Joe, how how do all those pitches go that we were talking about last week? The TSN, any of them getting picked no, up? No, no pitches what? and no more pitches. I made them. They were all on email before <laughs> when we while we were still at the office. They've kind of been left in the wind. They just got wall squat. No, nope, they've used a couple okay. of them. Whatever. They've used a couple okay. of them. Like uh, Joey, there's always a spot for you on the podcast, buddy. Don't worry. I wouldn't say always, but <laughs> yeah, I'm, there's a spot. I wanted to make him feel better. Guys. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll keep giving right, you material guys, to talk um, about, even if I'm not on the podcast. 
Hey, you, you know oh, what, yeah, guys? Yeah. Could you just... It's March 29th today. Could you imagine if uh, none of this shit was happening in the world right now, what we would be looking forward this to? This would be playoff hockey. Right oh, now. my yeah, God. We would have... week of the regular season. Each team would have, like, two or three games left right now. We would have uh, basketball a few weeks away from ending. Two weeks, maybe. We would have the Masters this weekend coming up. Oh, which is man. like I look forward to watching the Masters as much as I look forward to watching playoff hockey. Oh yeah, we you guys would have are different like that. I don't know. I can't watch golf. Oh god, you don't know. I can't what? watch you golf. Know. I can golf. Get I love golf watching the Masters. The, and, like, the oh major, my god, the, major the way they games. broadcast the Masters too. It's just I couldn't. I could Masters couch. Oh so yeah. Fun. Oh yeah. I could couch and watch every minute of the Masters, and then I'll watch it again over the next week. The Sunday on at, at Augusta is just like just. Putting in a shift, like it's just no other. You sit there, you just watch from first tee off to the last, and it's it's oh, and I'm sure everyone would agree, it's always more fun if there's a couple guys like really in contention and not just like three four shots back. Like if there's an actual battle, it's so exciting to watch down and see (laughs) a guy crack under pressure or just you know, and especially if they're close in terms of uh where they're shooting like if it's not like one guy teed off and it's like three hours apart like you got to see them close and they're like a hole apart and it's just so much pressure and you can feel it coming through the tv it's so fun. yeah yeah and for us and for us like living up in toronto that sort of marks like the beginning of the golf season or that it's very near and oh this just sucks what about is wrestlemania still happening it's a it's two days it's happening it's (laughs) It's happening at the. Uh, it's happening at the like their performance ha- center. With no I don't fans. know if you guys agree with me, but I think that's just the dumbest thing ever. Well, I just well, they even. Yeah. They don't want to stop. I don't and care also, if they don't want to stop. Yeah, How yeah. is WrestleMania going to be the same or even close to being the same? It's well, not. spread over two days. Not, like spread well, over two days. They're, yeah, they're trying yeah. to make it unique. They're 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 doing what they can with it. But think about it though, like. A lot of it they were saying might be pre-taped, and if if they can get creative with certain yeah, things, yeah, they, so. they 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 might be able to do stuff that they never really could, which kind of yeah. kind of does interest you. But like the whole point so of I'll WrestleMania is the big, and it's the biggest spectacle in sports. That's what they label it as, and it's always like seventy thousand people, and they. The entrances are always amazing. It's just like you, there's no way you can replicate any of that. Well, and the crowd is a big part of that. Kind wrestling, of emotion, yeah, wrestling is you know? about the fans. It's about the reaction, like especially WrestleMania. I don't know, but yeah. is it just it's, on the network? Like, how do you? How are you going to watch it? Yeah it'll, yeah, it'll just be on the network as usual. Yeah, the thing is, yeah. it's like and for pay per view. The thing is, they should not charge you full full pop to watch it though because it's nowhere near what it what it could be you know what i don't I mean? think like if i don't still, think you could buy it on like i don't think pay-per-view exists anymore for yeah i think it's really? just on the network you have to subscribe to the network i don't think you can buy it like a one-off i could be totally wrong but i don't well, think somebody's got us somebody's got to send me a stream because i'll be i'll be tuning in yeah reddit's got i'm sure they got they're all over that stuff anyways guys before we go here i want to talk about the man rocket madness little pooly thing we got going on here we got some studs that are in already and as this keeps going on i'm getting so excited for when we start bracketing these yeah, one verse one or one cool. verse whatever yeah one on one i think we're gonna we're gonna have to personally just seed them yeah i think uh, we're gonna we're gonna do that or or we can use like the standings in the league at the current time to seed them or whatever but you want it to be fair um 
Is there uh, has there been any uh, any massive upsets uh, so far up to date? You guys think or? No, I mean Drysaddle took it for the Oilers. I didn't like that one personally, but that was my opinion. I think Drysaddle. Who'd you who you vote for, Bry? I don't even know. I gotta go back to look at it. But I know oh. it wasn't. I know it wasn't Dry. I'll tell you right now. I know it wasn't Drysaddle. Who's winning? No, hey, who's was... winning? Is Ek, is Ekblad just sweeping the nation here or what? <laughs> oh yeah, Ekblad. He's gotta be final four. As Come you on. said it, Mike, in our group chat, Ekblad, 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 Ekblad for our uh, nominees. Yeah. Ekblad Honestly, is... though, like uh... Drigger's actually, or he's he's actually a stud, <laughs> eh? He is. It's just it's he just shitty timing that he has to play with a team, a guy who's in contention. Yeah, Ekblad's an animal. But so far, we got Henrik, Chikrin, Bergeron, Sabatka. Lindholm, Shea, Seabrook, Landeskog, Wenberg, Sagan, Bernier, and Drysaddle. So a f- bunch of studs there. Oh, I had Clef bomb. That's who I had. Oh, Cleffy. That's right. Yeah, that's a that's a sick little list. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, it's, so gonna be we'll tough. Watch it's gonna be tough. What Joe wouldn't do to be locked in a room with those fellows? <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! Sixteen, Wade. this is getting out of like oh, we're, we're, that, yeah, wasn't, that wasn't that wasn't even here. necessary. <laughs> I'm taking everything. Although, taking look, everything I will say this. I, I will say this. You, Ant, in the last two <laughs> your comparisons are oh, like boy, good. Bottom of the barrel, <laughs> Freddie the Goat. There, Freddie the Goat. <laughs> I will say this: the uh, the the Columbus one was like the tightest tightest race we had we had like legitimate like i think one i think wenberg oh, i'm looking at it. wenberg won by like three percent so there was a lot yeah. of controversy in that in that one a lot of people didn't know what to go for wenberg and sabatka on this list are sleepers, sleepers. absolute sleeper yeah okay boys okay. let's 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 wrap it up here do you either of you have anything you want to get in before we well, this off. might not benefit me, for, but I'm going to throw it out there anyways. Remember last week, Anthony, we were talking, you asked <laughs> about TV shows, and you asked if anyone watched Love is Blind? Oh, God. I, it's Actually, I went this week, I went, I went to watch it, because we got my uh, sister-in-law's yeah. Netflix Yeah, uh, no, no surprise. And it's more <laughs> cringeworthy than... Bachelor. Really? Oh, it's... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I it was more. Be, I thought you'd eat that shit up. No, I wa- like I watched it. I gotta like who know, who knows if there's a season two. I'll probably watch it again. But it's he but ate it's it up still, in one second. It's still cringeworthy, but... more cringeworthy than the actual than the Bachelor. You, you know, you pull him out of the hole with that comment, <laughs> and he just jumps right back. <laughs> hey, I'm a realist. I'll keep it real. Yeah, I watch reality TV and those types of shows. <laughs> what do <Jeez>. you? <laughs> Joe, you want a good show to watch? Ozark season three just came out on Netflix. Yes, I, I cannot watch, yes. wait to. I gotta watch. Yes. Uh, I watched episode one. one. Then, oh, it was a good brush. What are you doing with your right arm? Some, I'm just. I don't know. Don't worry about it. It's nothing important. Uh, I. Uh, it's. Um, you. You can see some. Some developments. Oh, gonna. That's gonna happen throughout the season. That's gonna change the. Uh, change the whole outlook of the. Of the show. Yeah. So these. These good. two don't know. It's, Mike it's, and Joe. They show. don't really watch proper TV. So they don't. They don't no. Have they, any of you guys started Wall watching Street. like this Tiger King thing? Yes. Yeah. yeah I watched. Th- what are your thoughts, Anth? I thought it was good. It was. Yeah. Uh, it, I, it was like it was interesting, and I enjoyed watching it. But people are like, "Oh, this is the greatest thing on Netflix." Like. It's good. Yeah, it's I good. think that's. I think that's. A, that's a bit. Yeah, much. yeah. It's sort of. It's sort of like. Uh, I mean, they're all hicks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they are. It's, it's really like you can't believe some of the characters that are out there and some of the shit that they get up to. It's wild. 
Put it this way, the the number one, if if we're allowed to do anything in Halloween this year, the number one costume is going to be Joe Exotic. Uh-huh. Everyone's going to be dressing like Joe Exotic this year, 100%. Yeah, that's, for, that's a good call. Yeah. But my God, I just, what if we can't have a proper Halloween this year? Holy shit, kill yeah, me I, now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't even want to live. There's going to be a few Tiger Kings Jeez. in the world if, if we get there. Hey, what's the Tiger King doing right now and with quarantine like what's happening over there i want i want to see that episode oh what are the are the tigers court the tigers are, are, are corn they, they don't have to worry about it right they're not going to catch anything what's joe exotic doing joe, joe exotic have, have you finished have you finished it no I oh, haven't. okay i guess i guess you haven't finished it <laughs> <laughs> no i have no i watched one episode so i oh I don't know, okay but. you gotta watch it man but i was just thinking like i wonder if joe exotic knows because that guy like he just chases fame right he's just been chasing fame in his entire life i wonder if he knows right now like how people are coming together and watching watching, watching this yeah. guy's story mike does this at all interest you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me. No, I'm, I'm two seconds away from <laughs> Joe. Just getting Joe. Out. All yeah. I know is, yeah. all I know is, playing, playing, playing game, video games online. Everyone's changed their name to their name and exotic. It's like that's the number one trend right now. Everyone's just making themselves. Well, everyone's exotic. talking about. It. That's all I'm seeing on Twitter and stuff like that. So I figured I'd ask you guys, see if you, any of you watched it, but. Yeah. But Joe, you don't watch TV properly. I think everyone's already getting the gist of that. Like, what yeah, do you I think? Know. What yeah. do you think about the show Game of Thrones? Oh, no, no. I'm not into that whole Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings BS. No, I'm not into like supernatural, (laughs) medieval. I don't even know what it was. It doesn't get, no, it doesn't get to me. If it does, if it doesn't have people living in a house together, <laughs> Joe doesn't watch it. Speaking of that, a Big Brother getting canceled. No, no, no. we'll get to that. But hold on. Yeah. Do, do you see what I mean, though? This guy, if there's killing, if there's sex and drugs and shit, Joe's no, like, I'm out. Like, I'm let out. me see I'm, a young lady fall in love. I loved it. <laughs> Sopranos, I loved back in the day. I like, want to so see like, a story about two. See a young lady fall in love. I don't want to see dragons <laughs> flying <laughs> over people and doing potions this and that it's or so the cool. other no thanks all this guy cares about is I want to see two people on a date sharing awkward conversation and you know things <laughs> oh, get a little man. weird Joe 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 what if it's a love potion no, you no, no I don't want any yeah, of <laughs> potions and he'll dragons watch. and breathing and soup I don't know whatever. breathing breathing everybody breathes I'm out if you don't want to watch if you don't want to watch a, fire you don't like watch a show where people breathe that's going to be a tough one for you what buddy. was that right <laughs> oh, man. Said if you don't want to watch a show where people breathe that's going to be a tough one Joe for you. let's just you know what we could do a whole show on this Joe what do you think about the Avengers movies I've only seen a couple and <laughs> like even Transformers the only one I've seen is the first one and even then, Bri, uh, Bri, why are we breathing? He doesn't guy. like it. What? Like we're talking about these shows. We're talking having intellectual conversations. The, you know, the Marvel okay, universe is on. so huge. I'm not Everyone's the only watching. one. Me and Mike were silent for most of that conversation between while you guys were having it off with Joe Exotic. Well, it's like because it's yeah, current. But at I least still... it's current, though. Like you know, like at least we're talking about something that show that the world is encapsulated by, right? I'm, I could talk, Big Brother. Okay, good question. I got a good question. Joe, Joe, give us the last movie that you watched. The last movie I watched? Yeah. Oh, jeez. 
we just watched actually United nine uh, ninety three last night. It was about the the movie about the World Trade Center nine uh, eleven. Uh, was that was that the one Nick Cage is in? No, no, I, no one of note is in it. But it's just it depicts the they they're on the plane, the, the plane right? crashes. But it it follows yeah. the guys that were on the plane um, that crashed um, that didn't hit anything that just crashed on in yeah, the field. Yeah. And I think it was close to Pennsylvania. Um, that was pretty cool because I don't know how true the behind the scenes stuff were on that, but that was the last movie I watched. All right, so that didn't work out for me. Now we no, got to no, go on right. a morbid note. Actually, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> another movie was no, we're gonna was the one with J Lo with his well, neighbor, ahead, the the young neighbor that tried to kill them all. Oh yeah, was, yeah. The, um, oh yeah, what a, more what a who lives horrible. next door? That's a horrible movie. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I've never it was seen almost it. as bad as Gili. No. I didn't. I J Lo. I, I cringe when I watch J Lo trying to act. Yeah, but oh, have you seen? Oh, have you seen? That have you seen the that specific uh, movie? What was the movie? Hot Hustlers. Not yeah, Hustlers. Oh, I'd give it to her have you six seen times on Sunday. Oh. oh. <laughs> Is Vanessa hearing this? <laughs> no, Vanessa would give it to her too. What are you talking about? Yeah, Everyone she would. would. She's an absolute smoke in that in that movie. Well, well all in the time, this but in this man next door, or whatever the movie was called, like the there was. Some interesting scenes with her in there. Oh yeah. Any nudity? Uh, no nudity, but it was it was uh, like you, it was pretty pro- pro- provocative when she when he was like kind of seducing her and trying to. Hey, you 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 guys remember? I think because I think we all watched this movie. You remember that movie? This means war. Oh yeah. With yeah. Uh, oh, Reese you remember the scene? You remember the one scene where oh, Reese Witherspoon was in her house? Like making the popcorn or something, and she yeah. was like, shot. Then she was in like I don't know, like a underwear, or like a or something. Like she was wearing like barely anything. I think yeah. I remember when that we were like, there's one scene, Reese Witherspoon, and we were all like, <laughs> oh yeah, that scene. We all knew exactly what each other yeah, was talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. Spe- yeah, that's a great. You know movie. what? Speaking of Tom Hardy, Tom I don't. Hardy. Yeah, speaking of Tom Hardy, I don't know if I don't hear enough people talking about this movie, but it's probably my favorite movie. Warrior yes. is Warrior the is an best movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Such awesome. I gotta watch that. He's too. such a good. He's such a good actor, though. Like he's the hottest guy in Hollywood by far. Whoa, whoa! He's are, we gonna, uh, are we gonna start doing a Hollywood bracket? We don't want to. We don't want Hollywood <laughs> bracket. Let's go. We don't want to open up the can here. <laughs> You know, you know what, you know what was on yesterday, and I, I, I meant to message you guys because we all watched this movie like ten years ago in the theater when it came out. Remember Inception? Yeah. Oh. And I, I remember leaving that theater, and we were all looking at each other what like, "What the happened? hell did we just? What the hell just happened? What is happening?" I still don't know. We're what all that questioning would, yeah. our reality. Totally. That was a great. That's a great movie. And I forgot he was even in it. It was a scene, and he was there, and I was like, "Oh crap! I didn't even know Tom Hardy was in this movie." Totally screws with forgot. your head when you watch movies like that. Yeah, that's a great movie. Okay, well, okay, let's, well let's get it going great. here. Before yep. we sign off, guys, I'm going to leave you with, with this question, so be prepared to answer it, and then we're going to go, okay? So, your quarantine name, the last thing you ate, and your current mood, okay? Think about it, and I'm going to say, guys, take care. Thank you for listening. Make sure you keep your hands clean, be safe, and we will talk next week. Let's go over to you, Anth. What's your name? Um, what did I eat? I had I had eggs. Okay, I'm uh I'm disappointed eggs. Brian, happy Pringles, bored Doritos, and I'm optimistic muffin. Disappointed eggs. 
Disappointed eggs. That uh, that 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 could be a legitimate thing, though. That's just like you go to a restaurant, you have eggs, and they're just so disappointing. <laughs> what was yours, Mike? You are that what menu. Yours, Mike? That's what you are. I'm optimistic muffin. That was good. that was a good one. That actually works. <laughs> uh, that's kind of cute. <laughs> that is cute. Okay. All right, guys. Can we yeah, go that's now? It. Let's go. Yeah, we we tried signing here. off like five yeah. different times. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Okay, guys, take care. Yeah, stay safe, everybody. Take it easy, guys. Ciao.